This podcast contains strong adult content, probably crude language, and general fuckery. So put those kids away. (laughs) Get them out of here. Good evening. A landmark ruling, the Supreme Court today legalized abortion. Huge increases in sexually transmitted diseases. Transgender rights is a fundamental human right. There is a right to marriage equality. I repeat, speaking to you from the steps of the Supreme Court, there is a right to marriage equality. Should sex education be taught to our kids? Rolling back contraceptive coverage for women. To make sure that women get the health care that they need. So we've got a lot of work in front of us. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm Robin and I hate myself. Right off the bat, you got me with a good laugh that made me cough. That's how you know. I really thought it was funny. That's great. If I don't Aww, cough after I get a lot of those out of you. <laughs> but when I'm not I even get them, smoker and it's like my it doesn't matter. I'm going to drink my wine. Here we I'm go. very healthy. We're here. And, Here we are. Uh, we're ready to freaking rumble. I'm Robin. Hi, I am Lacey. She's Lacey, and we're bringing you Frisky History, which is a podcast series uh, all about reproductive health, relationships, sex, uh, men being awful, uh, <coughs> yeah, white people being thing. awful. Just uh, it happens. The fucking worst. Most of it. <laughs> it's pretty sucks. depressing. <laughs> but so. sometimes. It's good. And we've had like one, Sometimes, right? Yeah. No, there are some really cool ones that we've done. Some really, really, Have really amazing, really great happy research. Ones. <laughs> that was done. Yeah, we have some happy ones. Do we? We have like... But are they like rooted in sadness, even if they are happy? Well, for me, everything is rooted oh, in sadness. <laughs> Let's oh, I dive thought in. Gonna, I thought we were going to bring up the fact that I do the depressing episodes and yours oh, are no, always no, no. happy. That you're fun mom Robin. No, that's true. I am a fun, fun person. <laughs> you like to just bring it right back down to I her. do. You're like, I know we're having a good time. Is everybody yeah. having fun? Listen. Every time I see a child smiling, I just go and I knock the candy out of his hand. <laughs> And I'm rubbing the dirt, and then I say, this is what life is. Yes. And then I walk honestly, away. good for you. Yeah. I'm just I'm just doing my part for the world. You're doing everybody a favor. Yeah. So, <laughs> hide um, your kids. Because <laughs> I'm out there somewhere. Yeah. You never know. Uh, she's pretty scary. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, if you're still listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already turned. <laughs> Quickly turn this off. I feel like we're we're in rare form tonight, but it feels good. We're both feeling positive. Mm-hmm. We're feeling good because yep. it's Wednesday, wow. bitches. Yep. <laughs> that means nothing. Hump day nothing is almost anything. over. That's right. We're two days from the weekend. Mm-hmm. Robin's abandoning us. I'm abandoning. To leave. The U.S. The country. And then I'll be back, though. Like which... a real bitch. <laughs> And I'll be here representing for the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, it's fine. You think you're better than me? Uh, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that's a big joke. Yeah. That's a big fat joke. (laughs) (laughs) I am the absolute worst. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. I think. uh, Yeah. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to eat a lot of food. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see pictures. Yeah. I'm trying to find like uh, 
dark tourism spots <gasps> in Norway. Shit. Uh, I mean, don't do anything too crazy. Cause... No, I know. Because that, that Netflix special was like, some of it was like, that's fine. But a lot of it was like, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, some of it seemed really cool. Some of it seemed not, not so cool. Not cool. Yeah. Um, but uh haven't found anything too creepy crazy yet, but... Hopefully I'll find something spooky and weird. I don't know. But mostly we're just going to be eating a lot of food, hiking and stuff. So, yeah. That sounds fun. Whatever. That sounds really fun. But have I told you that I can't really hear out of my left ear since we went to that show? Oh, my God. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I know. Isn't that bad? I shouldn't laugh. I might be... uh, I feel like you would have heard it. If yeah, it really wasn't really your eardrum. I feel like yeah. that's a painful kind of thing. I think it's slowly. I can't tell if it, my hearing's slowly coming back or mm-hmm. if I'm just getting used to it. <laughs> it's a little scary. I feel like you really need your left ear. Yeah, it's like, like on a scale right of one, one to it's two. important. <laughs> Do you need it? We went to a like a free punk show at yeah. Linda's um, here in Seattle. In Seattle, which great is great place best if you bar. ever visit. It's Check so fun. Check out Linda's Tavern because it's the dopest. It is so fun. It's super fun. The cheapest food. drinks and they make them strong. They do. And, and just the people watching even is just so fun because everyone's yeah. beautiful. And their staff is like, so they're like, you want to be that cool, mm-hmm. but you can't be. I know. You're not I've allowed. I've just accepted it. They're you so wouldn't be cool. able to achieve it. Man, they don't even try. Yeah. And they're not it's even so trying. Cool. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming. I don't know. They could be trying, but if they are trying, it's working. It's working. <laughs> it's Keep working. Doing for what them. you're doing. Love it. I saw the Matrix this week. Yes. On a 97 foot screen, at Cinerama. That place rules. Listen, I thought I liked that movie a lot, but it turns <laughs> out I really like that movie a lot. It's so fun. We all got to be nerds. It was exciting. I ate chocolate popcorn mm. and everyone cheered at my favorite part of the movie, which is when <laughs> I don't know how familiar you are. I've seen it once. Okay. So let me paint a picture. Okay. Morpheus. Yes. Has been kidnapped okay. by the agents. Yes. Which are the artificial intelligence, you know, things i don't know exactly i know they're like part of it it's fine they're not human okay (laughs) they're trying to get information out of him Mm. and neo's like i'm gonna save him because i can't let him die because the oracle told me that he was gonna die or i was gonna die i had to choose i can save him though even though i'm not the one you need (laughs) to know all this it's very important trinity (laughs) is like i'm not gonna let you go alone so i'm gonna come with you they both go into the matrix um and then they shoot up this whole bottom floor. It's cool. They explode it. It's awesome. <laughs> they go up this elevator chute. And then on the roof, I guess they just took the elevator all the way to the top. I'm, I'm <laughs> assuming. They're on the roof. And one of the agents, who's not Agent Smith, who is the main guy, he was in Lord of the Rings. It's fine. Oh, man. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> so anyways, he... <laughs> One of the agents is not him, so I don't know his name. Is firing a gun at Neo. Well, first Neo fires a gun at him, and he does it like super fast, like oh, like the classic like, slow motion, slow mo. Yeah. But also, it's slow because it's really fast. Okay. You know? Yep. And <laughs> totally. And he loses all his bullets, and then he shoots Neo, and Neo does the same like. <laughs> 
Oh, wait, I'm backwards. <laughs> first, first, he must do that to Neo. And then he... Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> okay, Neo tries to shoot him. It doesn't work. Then he tries to shoot Neo. Neo is dodging it. He, he gets shot only a little. And, but then they cut away after he does that. And Trinity is right next to him with a gun to his head. And she goes, dodge this. And then she fires, shoots him in the head. Whoa. And they cut to a wide shot of her like standing. And she's like, Oh, her, like skin tight leather and it's like the dopest shit stance. and people it's applauded total, and people fucking cheered and i was like oh. you know what you're right she is amazing that's fucking awesome. i have goosebumps God, look at i them. mean it was a lot of build up <laughs> trinity is the coolest and i'd rather just listen to you uh tell talk you about the it. whole do you want me to start from the beginning so yes. here's what it starts <laughs> <Don't you think? laughs> Stay, I do need to you know, revisit it again. If you want to donate money to our non-existent Patreon, we'll release a special episode where I just tell Robin what happens in movies. That sounds fucking great. Not connected to our podcast. <laughs> you could watch That's them yourself. That's kind of what happens a lot of the time anyway. It kind of is. When we're recording or not recording. It's good, though. I, I love it. That was really fun. You're welcome. <laughs> I was, like, crying. <laughs> oh, God. I, I actually don't think I messed up. I think I got it right. So you can cut out the part where I'm like, I messed Wait. up and just make it seem seamless. <laughs> make it seem like I knew what I was talking about. Robin, um, make me look smart. Did you write that movie? I did. Um, yes. Also, it's pretty... I didn't even think about how perfect it was that you saw it right after our incel episode oh i know yeah. it's it's great like that whole universe is based on the matrix it does have the like weird red pill thing and that's cool mm-hmm. but also right before we recorded i forgot to say this mm-hmm. we watched american psycho oh i haven't seen it oh my god you have to it's <laughs> so fucking good oh, shit but it's basically about like it's not about an incel because he has sex all the time, but nice. it is about a guy who is like humiliated to the point of like violence. Like that's a like oh. main character um, yeah. thing. Trait. Dynamic. Um, yeah. Traits. Traits okay. a good word. Let's go with that. <laughs> so Shit. we have to watch that because it's really so good. It. I've always wanted to see it. Is it's, that Christian yeah. Bale? Mm-hmm. Okay. It yeah. is. It is Christian Bale and he's fantastic and he is terrifying, mm. but it's not scary. It's like, Oh, I love that. It's like a thrillery thing, but he is terrifying. I gotta see as it. As a person. As a person? Yeah, well, in the movie. In the movie. Okay. <laughs> We're on That's the fine. same page. Yeah. It's like we don't even have trouble communicating. No, no, no. You get everything I said. We- <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it, people. Oh, We're fine. God. Um, yeah, so, so now we're all caught up with uh, how Lacey's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, is, are there any th- other things we want to cover? So. Not uh, as of now. Maybe later I'll tell yeah. you about the scene where Morpheus and Neo fight in the training session and they sure uh, do karate stuff and it's cool, but maybe later. Okay. I'm going to save it. You know what? It's yeah. Fine. It sounds great. We'll save it for later. <laughs> and during our interlude, I'll tell you about it. Um, oh, also, we do... I mean, I don't know if we want to mention this. I can edit it out if we want. But for October... I know it's not October yet, but we're just so excited. God, I can't wait for October. Um, uh, we uh, want to do something 
spooky related for each episode. Yes, just so look something out sort of spooky related in some way, shape, or form, but also yeah. still on topic to an extent. We're yeah. not sticklers We're not for perfect. rules. Yeah. And also, we do what, what we want. Yeah. And it makes it hard sometimes for you. Uh, you love it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you do. We're crazy kids. We just care about us, but also I would literally die for our listeners. (laughs) Um. (laughs) So yeah, uh, stay tuned in October. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Creepy twist on the frisky history that you come Mm -hmm. here for. Mm -hmm. Give the people what Um, they want, Robin. I'm trying so hard (laughs) (laughs) every fucking day of my life. (laughs) So uh, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. it. I'm here for it. So I'm here to talk about drag. Ins? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just drag. Okay. I'm so excited. (laughs) Clearly. To hear about that. You're like, please say dragons. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, maybe next time. That's fine. Maybe for October. You know what? Um, yeah. But. <laughs> no, it's fine. I didn't have my hopes up. I'm not upset about it. So it's fine. It's fine. Okay. We're going. Tell me about drag. Like all yeah, of drag? Like some of the drag? history of drag. That is today's episode. Hello. I'm just going to tell you right up front. Uh, that's what we're doing. So, not to be all like, Webster's Dictionary defines drag as, but like, what actually is drag? Right. (laughs) Because I never really know how, I never really thought about explaining it because everybody knows what it is, but is it like a lifestyle? Is it an art? Is it like uh, an attitude? Um, It's true. We've had that conversation of mm -hmm. like, when watching RuPaul's Drag Race, Mm -hmm. do you call... Do you use the pronouns she for contestants mm. only when they're in drag or all the time? Right. Is it fluid in that case? Because, because mm-hmm. like, you know, they're, they're dudes in yeah. drag, which it's like, mm-hmm. it's a complex thing and I'm ready to learn about it. Tell me about it. Yeah. Well, Does it involve dragons? don't have any definitive answer to that question wow. because I don't know. I'm okay. sorry. No, uh, <laughs> not um, but uh, so the National Center for Transgender Equality defines drag in this way, which is uh, much more eloquent than I would have described it. Um, drag is a type of entertainment where people dress up and perform, often in highly stylized ways. Uh, as a part of their performance, many drag performers have a separate drag persona in addition to the self they live as every uh, every day. That's like this... one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah, is it, it like it's those people are like. I have this per- part of me to express mm-hmm. and I want to express it, but I have this other part of me that I still think is there and that's mm-hmm. also me. And so that's also who I'm going to be. Yeah. And I just like, that's one of my favorite parts. So I just love badass. watching the two come together, mm-hmm. separate. It's all just, a, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. One of my favorite parts. It is. Yeah. Um, so it says the, uh, this persona will, of course, look different, but may also have a different name and ask to be referred uh, to by gif- uh, different gender pronouns. So um, I think it also just, I think, depends on the person, too, um, and whatever pronouns they prefer, mm-hmm. when they prefer them. So just like, 
be respectful of it. I don't know. It's not that fucking hard. It really isn't. <laughs> you ask, they say, and then you do that. And if you, you mess it. up, just say, oh, fu- I'm sorry, and try really hard not to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so right now, drag is arguably the most mainstream it's ever been. Um, but how did it start? <laughs> um, so I thought that it started back when, like, back in, like, the Shakespearean era, where men would dress as women for, like, uh, plays and stuff. But yeah. I was wrong. Back Can you believe? Further? Yeah, it was back even further. Did the um, Romans do it? <laughs> I, had, I didn't see mm, anything about the Romans. Freaks. I'm sure... I'm sure if I looked harder, there had to be something. I feel like they explore they're just like every angle <laughs> and avenue of one's sexuality. Mm-hmm. They must have. Mm-hmm. This but, chair is you know, really squeaky, not. by the way. Sorry. It, I wasn't farting. It's a chair, I promise. And now it won't do it again. So I'm just letting everybody know <laughs> I didn't fart. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> Weirdly enough, the earliest forms of cross-dressing are rooted in religious ceremonies way, way, way back when. Um, and according to Jonathan David, who is the author of Drag Diaries, cross-dressing originated in ancient Native American, indigenous South American, and ancient Egyptian ceremonies, as well as Japanese theater. So it was kind of all over the place. Um, and it's still, cross-dressing is still common today. Um, in tribal ceremonies around the world. Um, I kind of knew about it in the Japanese ceremony. Right. But not the rest of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have fruit flies, sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. Mostly, I just have a constant fear of them falling into my wine and then being like... I straight up drank one the other day. Like, I saw it in there, and I was like, eh. I don't know. I just, like, don't give a shit anymore about myself. I kind of like that. I mean, I pick it out, and then I drink, and I'm just like, I just guess there's nothing bad in there. I don't know. It's it's so small. Protein. Whatever. Oh, my God. I actually think there's one in my drink. Do you want to switch? (laughs) Do you want me to get it out and put it in yours as, like, a garnish? Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I might uh, try. To, I might try to get it out. Uh, okay, just because I. That's fine. Oh, yep. There it is. Look at oh. her. Look at her swimming. Oops. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's not your fault at all. It's I'm just my fault. Oh, that's a big one though. In there. So here's the thing that happened. When I picked up my phone <laughs> to use the flashlight, I dropped couch fuzz on I top see. of the fruit fly. But I now see. they're both out. Good for you. Yeah, there we're you good. Go. We're going to continue. It's on my pants. It's dead, and it's on my pants, and I'm, I'm sorry. fine with that. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I am you very low standards. Um, <laughs> I just, so. I also do, but bugs are kind of a, a thing I don't fuck mm. with because they, they they creep me out. That's fair. Yeah. I kind and of am just like, eh. We, we coexist. We world together. Yeah, I don't coexist. coexist. I kill, and then I flush down the toilet. <laughs> Um, so in Japanese theater, no, it's all good. Uh, in Japanese theater, there are two types of, uh, dramas that drag divides. One is called, uh, Kabuki and one is called No. Mm. And then No, uh, spelled N-O-H, derives from Dengaku, which is a folk dance associated with rice planting and fertility. Interesting. Um, 
the actors uh, who are men dressed as women wear masks and follow routines in a, quote, complex and rarefied pattern of symbolic gestures. Um, so the author of this article that I stole, like, all of this information from <laughs> was like, Kabuki, of course, is a form of Japanese theater that many more people are familiar with. So, like, that's the one I obviously. Knew about. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know about it, and now I feel dumb because I was like, of course. Yeah, like, why? We all know. I mean, when I say I knew <laughs> about it, I literally I was like, Fuck mean this guy. <laughs> I knew it existed. Right. And that's my extent of it. What's weird is we were watching Drag Race the other day, and Gia Gunn right. was talking about it. Yeah. And I, want, I so badly want to be like, oh my God, I was just reading about this. And then I was like, oh, I can't because it's a surprise. I was very close Can't to saying it though. The whole time. Um, but Gia Gunn on season six of Drag Race yeah. uh, starts showing pictures of her in uh, like kabuki attire, and I guess she did those performances and stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, kabuki rose to popularity in the 17th century, and it is less traditional than uh, no dramas. In kabuki theater, the female impersonators are, quote, carefully made up, uh, speak in falsetto voices, and move to suggest the essence of femininity. Um, So it was a little more, those were more popular. Um, The, like, no was definitely the more, like, traditional. Mm -hmm. Um, So Roger Baker, who wrote Drag, a history of female impersonation in the performing arts, wrote that, quote, um, formal drama came literally from the church in an effort to help the illiterate and less intelligent members of the congregation uh, better understand church worship. uh, Parts of the mass were dramatized in very simple ways. Um, So women played no active part in the services and the offices of the church. So the original acting was done exclusively by men, choir boys, Uh, assisting the clerks and playing women's roles when required. Um, So women weren't allowed to act in general. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's just so amazing the lengths they will go to to not let And and But I I also love that that the church who has been, you know, who is like one of the largest proponents to not just gay rights, but being gay or different or, you know, like Mm. not clear-cut bible you should act like this person Mm -hmm. inspired something so (laughs) magical yeah and such a large part of the like lgbtq world and it's just like this whole full circle of you know sweet sweet karma for being (laughs) fucking assholes and being so hateful and it's just like thanks for the inspo on the dramatic acting yeah for real it's like they thought they what they were doing was like the holiest thing to Mm. do which is you know it's indecent for a woman to get up and pretend to be someone else and uh now uh people have taken that and turned it into an incredible way to express themselves. So I think it's fucking so drag is so fucking punk rock. I love it. Um, so yeah. So women in general, weren't a lack, a lack, allowed to act 
um, most of the time uh, during this period of time. So it was said that uh, because acting troops uh, traveled around a ton and they would have had to sleep in unfamiliar places far away from their families and husband. Um, there's Ooh. also a lack of privacy in the drama community where you're changing ap- uh, outfits all the time around Fair. members of the opposite sex who are not your husband. Um I honestly so. had no idea why the women weren't allowed to act. I just yeah. thought it was just like one of those things where it's like, you They're woman, not allowed to do anything, so yeah. that would probably just go with it. Then you're not allowed to do it. I know. I never really heard it articulated, but now I'm like, oh, <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. Why, do, why are does. women allowed to act now? <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't. No, like, I know. But it makes sense now and like all like it makes sense as to why they weren't I just really never thought about it that hard. I just assumed it was because, you know, they wanna keep us down. Yeah, but they actually were like No, 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 no. You can't hold us down. You need to be with your family and your husband. I see. Very interesting. I mean, that's kind of the reason for everything else they banned us from. True. So at the time, uh, it was also see- unseemly or improper for a female to present herself on such full public display, which is also uh, just sad. Uh-huh. It's a little like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like, like no, no one wants play, to look at you. You have sit to listen down. to that person talk. Yeah, and they're like, we want to be able to choose whether or not we listen to you talk. So that's a really good way of putting it. Actually, terrible. You know, we yeah. can't have you like forcing us to hear what you're saying so that we mm-hmm. can follow the storyline yeah. of this play written by a man. <laughs> exactly. So we don't want to be subjected to mm-hmm. your performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, God forbid. Um, so Baker wrote, quote, to find a woman acting in a public playhouse would have uh, offended not only on religious grounds, but also be seen as a shocking example of inappropriate behavior. We already kind of went over that. Um, these performances were based on stories in the Bibles, these um, church performances. Uh, but as time went on, people started taking creative liberties and there started to be subplots in the plays that didn't exist in the original text. <gasps> <gasps> what? I would have Drama. loved to watch. <laughs> like, if they just, like, turn, like, the story of Moses into, like, a telenovela, and he just like walks in and the woman's like, I'm in love with you. And he's like, I can't. I'm, was he married? And then his <laughs> wife comes in and she's like, I, I'm not going to go on your ark with you. And then he's like, bitch, that's <laughs> Noah. <laughs> and That was going to be my next line. <laughs> it's like, wait. <laughs> I know my stuff. I actually didn't until after I finished that sentence, and I was like, "Oh wait, it's Noah's like, Ark, not Moses's made Ark." Made a part of the story. Tomato, tomato. It was perfect. I'm sorry, I even said anything. Anyways, it was really great, and I think that should be a real show. Yeah, so watch out for Frisky History presents Bible <laughs> stories as told by people who have never read the Bible. God, if we, oh my God, Uh-oh. genius. So. Maybe just for real. I just want to do that now. I just want someone to be like, tell me the story of Cain and Abel. And I'll be like, I know the gist of it. One of them died. Oh. <laughs> one of them killed the other one. I don't know sure. which one. I don't know why. Let's just go for it. Maybe he was an incel. <gasps> <laughs> what? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, this no, has that's... nothing to do with drag. I just It just sounds like a really that fun like, writing exercise, too. Yeah. To have like, the general. And then we should like, force it on people. <laughs> 
And yeah. We could do everything. Oh my God. And then we could have a religion. <gasps> That's just completely made up. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a religion oh, made up? I'm sorry. I'm such a dick. Okay. Listen, I'm we're going to come back to the drawing board on this one because we're doing something else at the moment. <laughs> but if you steal this idea, I swear to God, <laughs> we will hunt you down. Copyright, copyright, copyright. And we will find you we patent pending. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. So these... uh. Uh, that's kind of how plays started to happen was like, because people were exaggerating, um, uh, like Bible stories. Sorry. So like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. (laughs) Um, so people were like, oh, these stories were the first stories to be told. But then people were like, like, listen. I get what you're going for, Jesus, but I just have a few notes. Like, maybe it would be more interesting if we did it this way. And then they're like, actually, we're we're over your stories of this whole wrath and whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's write our own. Yeah. And let's make them nice. Yeah. And, and then fun. people t- started taking, like, creative liberties. Um, I love that. And doing their own Creativity. thing. Creativity. Finds a way. Yeah. Um... So then soon after that came the Shakespearean era. You um, know, I've always been curious. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... No. What this are, what what happens you... when I'm at work all day and I'm just like, let's chat. I'm curious. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I've always wondered because I feel like I haven't really read Shakespeare because who, you know, after school, <laughs> who does? <laughs> you douche. If you do. Uh, but like, if you go back and read them, are they like from a... F- feminist perspective would no you idea. see anything different i fucking know? took like shakespeare classes too and i don't i did not absorb I, i'm only really familiar with romeo and juliet and it's because mm. i own both the movie from the 60s because i actually think it's a very good movie and i own the mm. leonardo dicaprio oh, Claire Danes one. that one's so fun yes so that's the only one i'm familiar with and i'm trying to think like are there any things there where i'm just like "Mm, she was a child but then he was also a kid so it's like they just wanted to be together and their families hated each other i'm not feeling like there is yeah i do really love macbeth that's like one of my faves but and lady macbeth Uh, is just like such a bad bitch yeah i'm so sad that you didn't come with me and danny and ben Oh. to see that one oh, yeah. in that haunted mansion it was nothing actually happened cool. but it was so fun because it was like you walked through the house to see each yeah. scene it's it's like that girls episode yeah Have yeah it that? is like yeah. that girls episode yeah where you kind of walk from like room that. to room yeah. and a scene's happening and you just kind of walk it's less, in it was less free it was more coordinated like everyone oh, okay. walked as a group so that you actually that makes like sense. saw the play in order but or didn't yeah. interrupt anybody too but it was basically yeah I'm so sad you didn't go because it really was very good. That's so cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Oh, man. I know. Next time. Next time. Well. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Shakespeare. Anyway. uh, Okay, so in the Shakespearean era, if a boy or a man had a a suitable face and a slim body, then his first assignments would be in female roles. Uh, rarely does. (laughs) Sorry, just hit me how they're describing females. Suitable face, slim body. I know. And you're a girl. 
<laughs> literally all it takes that's it also i don't feel like i check us. either of those boxes so i could be a dude <laughs> who the fuck knows who gender's the fuck a knows? Uh, yeah uh, whatever. whatever the fuck it's nothing <laughs> um so let's see Ray, uh really does shakespeare or any of the or are the other dramatists dramatists don't know of the period include more than thespians <laughs> sure wait yeah. are we talking about writers or actors uh writers never mind yeah thespians or actors um i'm gonna stop talking okay okay you sure yeah okay <laughs> Uh, so rarely do they introduce more than three women in any play, which suggests that there were few boys of adequate proficiency at any given time. Smaller female roles would be doubled by youths playing messengers, uh, spear carriers, and all-purpose nobles. So there were hardly any, like, actual written, uh, lady parts. Like the leading ladies? Yeah, there were never really leading ladies anyway, so they would kind of use young boys for like the throwaway women parts um so a lot of the time blah 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 there were hardly even female roles to fill but when there were women were of course not allowed to play the part um so i always like knew this was a thing but it's real it's weird to like realize that roles like you know juliet and lady macbeth and like ophelia were all first played by men have you ever seen shakespeare in love (laughs) No. It's like when is Paltrow movie where (laughs) she pretends to be a dude to play. Okay, quick. Lacey's movie corner. Just kidding. I'm not going to say the whole movie. The point of it, though, is that she pretends to be a guy so that she can play a female Uh, in Shakespeare's play. And then she falls in love with Shakespeare. Himself? She's playing a dude. Yes. (laughs) Oh, shit. What? Yes. Shakespeare Uh, himself. So anyways, I'm pretty sure that's why. Um, He's... I recognize him, but I don't know his name. That's fine. But I've seen I him before. Know. I don't know anything. Yeah, it, I don't think you would know him by name because he's not that. Mm-hmm. He's not like Gwyneth Paltrow level famous. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure that's why I knew that was a thing. Okay. Is because of that movie. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah. I that actually sounds. It's really actually really cute. Yeah. Movie. It's just kind of a, an adorable rom com, and Aww. I'm not ashamed to like it. No, you shouldn't be, because those are super fucking yeah. fun. Listen, um, I have an adequate face and a not slim body, and I'm <laughs> announcing that I love rom-coms, and I am woman. Hear me? This is who we are. We're here to Roy. stay. Yep. Um, so, and also, Shakespeare actually coined the term drag uh, to describe the event of cross-dressing, which I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know, know that either. was his phrase. It kind of got lost, I think. I don't know exactly when it resurfaced, but I think... After the Shakespeare era, it's sort of like disappeared for a while because, I mean, drag was looked down upon and it was seen as like weird. Um, but I think I don't know when it kind of started being used as like a mainstream term again. But I don't know. I did not know that I he no idea. it went back that far. But I think that's pretty cool. Um, Thanks, Shakespeare. Thanks, if bud. you actually did it, because there is a conspiracy theory that someone else wrote all of Shakespeare's plays and he took <gasps> credit for it. <laughs> you never know. I'm just saying, always question everything. Yeah. Always be, be questioning. That's my That's right. life motto. Yes. I love that. You're welcome. Always be questioning. Always I be always questioning. am. I'm always like, mm, bitch. Did they, though? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You know, who knows? Yeah. 
um, Shakespeare. <laughs> I don't know what he, his deal was. Yeah. Um, so cross-dressing remained to be a part of theater culture until the late 19th century um, when it began to take a new form. Female impersonators began creating caric- caricatures of women uh, developing their own vaudeville acts. <gasps> Exciting. Yes. Um, so Julian Elting... I don't know if you've ever heard of Julian Elting, but I'm going to tell you a little story about Julian Elting. Yes. Um, And I'm crediting most, if not all of this information to the podcast Stuff You Missed in History Class because they did like a whole episode Um, and it's great. You should listen to it. I've never heard uh, of that one. You should uh, listen to it or you can just hear me basically say everything that they said <laughs> right now um but it's it's by the same people who do uh stuff you should know i think yeah or how did this get made how, no no not how did this get made <laughs> no, i doubt this time no 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 sorry how does stuff work how that stuff one? works how yeah stuff how works. stuff works stuff, That's stuff, one. stuff is working stuff stuff is working and you missed it and you're We're totally gonna get sponsored That's- <laughs> And that's the end of that podcast. That's that whole podcast. God damn it. Yeah. Um, should we, we should review stuff more often. I think we're really, we're really good at good. it. We found our way. <laughs> um, so Julian Elting was one of the first, if not the first, female, like famous, hugely famous female impersonator. Um, there are a couple different stories as to how Julian got his start in showbiz, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to share both of the versions and then we can pick which pick one we our like favorite. Better. Yeah. And then we just, that's the definitive that's truth. favorite way to just, <laughs> just know history just is pick to pick one. the one I like. And then tell everybody that that's the actual one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Straight um, facts here. So the first version, uh, Julian... Well, this is actually true. So this is a fact that Julian was born William Julian Dalton. <laughs> or is it? All the questions. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> uh, in 1881 in Massachusetts. That's true. 1881? 1881. Shit. Okay. I know. It's a long time ago. Wow. Um, and his parents decided that their family would move westward word in search of better fortune so that's the part we're like is it true who knows so after they moved out west um they weren't able to make ends meet as quickly as they wanted to um and julian's mom encouraged the young boy to dress up and entertain patrons at nearby saloons um once his father saw him in a dress he beat him as punishment and sent him back to boston to live with his aunt rude which is rude and uh also don't know if that's true. Could be. We don't know. All we know is that he ended up back in Boston. Mm-hmm. But um, also, I just want to say, yes. when you're a parent and you try to suppress mm. your children's mm-hmm. personalities or desires or what the fuck ever, yeah. maybe they'll become serial killers like that other guy who used to like to wear women's shoes and then he cut off women's feet. <gasps> oh, that's true. And put him in shoes. That's in Mind right? Hunter. I think. Or he just kept a bunch of shoes after he murdered them. He just yeah, like, he like pretended whoa. to be a photographer. Yeah. That mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. I think they, they talk about him. In my yeah, his mom didn't it's like it nasty. either. And she was not nice about it. And yeah. look what that did. Don't fuck your kids up. Let them be themselves. I know. And also, I think he did. Well, I don't know if if this part is true. 
Then, like, his son became the most well-known female impersonator of all time. So, like, fuck you, dad. (laughs) supported his child's dreams from the get-go, probably? I mean, in a backwards way. Oh, wait, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you meant that that the guy, (laughs) the story is, I thought you meant that the Julian's son became the world's most. No. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, 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 Julian's dad. No, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I understand. Yes. Fuck you, dad. He's the best. Exactly. Okay. So that's version one. Version two is that he stayed in Boston. And then at age 10, he got a part um, in the cadet theatricals in Boston, which were all male performances staged by upper class Bostonians who were connected to the militia. Um, A lot of these people were Harvard graduates with extensive theater experiences. Um, So so it's kind of like either that Westward movement did or did not happen. We don't really know. We don't know the thing about his dad. Mm -hmm. But either way, I hate his dad. (laughs) His dad's a dick. I think but we can I do all agree. Like the idea of going westward and finding adventure. Right. And then he sort of, like, they apparently said that um, they originally went westward because of, like, the gold rush. Mm-hmm. But in 1881, that's, like, past the peak of, like, the gold rush uh, thing. The rush part of it? <laughs> the rushing. The, the rush. <laughs> It was just like much it better. was like gold speed. It was like they were like slowing it down. <laughs> they were competitive yeah. speed walking. They were just gold speed walking uh, at that point. Maybe the news just didn't reach them fast enough. You know, mail. That's was I mean, still yeah. traveling by mm-hmm. horse. Uh, yes, by dragons. Dragon. Oh, I'm sorry. Next time. <laughs> Let you know One more about day, dragons. <laughs> I'll learn more about dragons. Um, so anyway, so he did join this theater. Um, so the, the money that was made from these performances mostly went toward building a giant castle-like armory that still stands today in Boston. Um, the reason for building this arm- armory uh, was out of fear for an immigrant worker uprising, oh. which didn't happen. And there was, and it was like hardly hinted at happening apparently. And people were just scared for n- yeah. no reason. So I'm just Feels sprinkling it in there. Relevant. Um, gotta keep, gotta keep, uh, gotta keep it spicy. We need to talk about this fucking history because we don't want it to repeat itself, but here we fucking are. So, 2018, people. Just reminding everybody that this has fucking happened before, and uh, have we learned nothing? Yes, the answer is yes. We have not <laughs> learned nothing. We have we have learned nothing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just pissed. You know anyway, what? be angry. Let it out. <laughs> uh, so, young Julian, who went by Billy when he was younger, um, apparently consistently stole the show and the group started writing parts just for him to play um in 1900 when billy was i guess older don't know how old uh (laughs) probably like 
late teens. Uh, okay. He had a role in the cadet the- theatricals production of Milady and the Musketeer, which was a parody of the Three Musketeers. Okay. Um, they raised a ton of money, which was <laughs> I wrote, which was put toward hating immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> Poe, but he's near effect. Um, <laughs> and Billy's performance in particular was super well reviewed. Um, people said he was a better dancer than the man in the lead female role. Uh oh. Oh, oh shit. Billy. Oh my God. Get it, girl. They were dragging Julian while in drag. Okay, so Julian is Billy. Oh. Sorry. Shit, did I miss something? Yeah. I thought Billy, I thought Julian I thought Billy was Julian's younger sibling. No, Julian who went by Billy when he was younger. When he was younger. When wow. he Oh, so I No, it's okay. That's my fault cuz I like I guess I heard some words and I put them together in a new order. No, Julian's still Julian's, Julian's the best. Okay. We like Julian. We that. like Billy. It's all good. I wonder why Julian chose. Why did did it say why he went by Billy? Um, so he was born. I know because he well he was born uh, William. Okay. William Julian Dalton and Julian was his middle name. So his I I kind of told this backwards, but his for the first like half of his life he was Billy. Okay. Um, and uh, I just I just fucking told it wrong and I'm sorry. No, it's my fault. It's my fault. You know I'm listening. But also, I missed that. That's okay. <laughs> Just fuck that real good. So it was an actual woman playing the lead female role. No. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. I'm now. so sorry. sorry. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. So. So who was Billy better than? Billy was better than the man in the lead female role. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, was he acting as a female also or a male? I th- it, they didn't say okay. um but i think he was kind of like a one of the throwaway female characters that's what i'm assuming okay okay um, i'm caught back up now i'm good okay we're I'm good here. so Bill- okay it. billy um so okay so billy then changed his last name uh because after that performance because people started noticing him and they're like he's really good and he started going by billy elting um which he stole that last name from like uh one of his childhood friends so sure and his last name is actually dalton right and he's going by elton elting elting ting yeah um okay i don't know and then more and more people began noticing him, and he began taking on more and more roles and continued to get great reviews. Um, one review said, quote, there was not an item in his whole appearance, look, manner, and action that was not delusively feminine. Looking into a mirror, he might, like narcissists, fall in love with himself. Interesting. <laughs> like, yes. Everybody should look in the mirror and fall in love with themselves every once in a while. Um and it's kind of funny because the reviewer sounds just like aggressively like confused as to why they're like really attracted <laughs> to Billy dressed as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I just Was Billy kind of the original fish? <gasps> Maybe. Oh my God. Maybe. I did see a picture and I was like, damn. But I think it might have been a drawing. So I'm not really sure. But 
could be. Maybe. I mean, it sounds like it. the way they talk about Billy is like, like he would reveal himself to be a man at the end and people would be like, whoa, what the fuck? Okay, so, so he, he might have been fishy. I think I think he was kind of fishy. I like it. Um, so, uh, okay, okay. So people were genuinely surprised to learn that Elting was a man uh, after they'd seen him perform, which I just said. Which would be oh, so it was it was a shock to them to even like see Elting on the stage because it was like an all male theater group. So they were like, "What's going on uh, here?" Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they would realize, "Oh, that's <laughs> actually a man. That's insane." Um, so or not insane? It's fucking dope. Uh, he became more and more well known uh, and was finally offered a role on Broadway. Yeah. Um, for uh, his Broadway debut, he made his stage name Julian Elting. So we're back. Julian Elting, here on out. Here we go. <laughs> you know, um, your name should be just as fluid as your gender. Yes. Cheers to that. Yes. Um, I am now Sir Frederick Nickleby. And you may I love that. henceforth refer to me Nickleby as, yeah. That's a really Nickleby. good... That's a really good last name. Thanks. <laughs> really? I appreciate it. Could have possibly taken it from somewhere. Mm. I kind of feel like it's the I Princess Diaries it, too. Oh, that was fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, it's got Chris Pine in it and like, ooh, oh. mm. he is the hottest Chris. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Where am I? Anyway, uh, We'll revisit that soon. Um, (laughs) So the show that he started out on Broadway in was Mr. Wicks of Wickham. For all you theater heads out there. I don't know what the fuck that is. Mr. Wicks of Wickham. Yeah. And he played a man named John Smith who dressed as a woman. And he sang the song Not Like Other Girls. So it was like very intentional. Okay, wait. (laughs) So John Smith... Is, is the, the character, character he played. And he is that character. The character is dressing as a woman. Exactly. Love it. Yeah. This is a lot of layers. layers. Love, um, love it. <laughs> so the show itself got mixed reviews, but his name was definitely like getting more out there. Um, vaudeville and burlesque shows were huge at this time in New York. Um, both of these performances held roots in minstrel shows, which. Uh, you know, of course, is where when, you know, white people would put on blackface to stereotype and publicly criticize people of color, while sometimes even lifting the work of black playwrights and songwriters to do it. Um, just cool, cool, cool. dropping that in there. Just a reminder. I like how you're salting <laughs> in these. You're just, <laughs> just sprinkling like, them Remember how us. fucking shitty. Right. Jesus. Um, so... I know it doesn't really even have to do with the story, but I just want to put it out there. Um, (laughs) Once minstrel shows started to fall out of favor, uh, both female and male impersonators were parts of vaudeville and burlesque performances. Um, And the difference between vaudeville and burlesque was that vaudeville impersonators made it very clear that their shows were suitable for all ages, while burlesque uh, was more satirical and like risque. Um, so Elting became one of the highest paid female impersonators in vaudeville performances. Uh, he put on a corset, uh, dresses, makeup, wigs, and little shoes. Uh, he sang as a baritone and didn't use any type of falsetto and he didn't Hmm. change his voice at all. Hmm. Um, 
according to the reports. <laughs> um, so at the end of his performances, he'd sometimes take off his wig to show the audience that he was a man. Um, he talked about how he did his makeup in a couple of interviews where, um, he said it included him toning down the masculine lines of his face and accentuating the feminine parts. Uh, he referred, <laughs> he referred to women's makeup as true art, which I really love. I love that, that too. Lo- isn't that great? I feel like he was the first contour. This is good and fresh. I, I know. Like he's just... I know. Paving the way for all of our futures. Yeah, like he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew the parts of his face uh, to highlight Getting and those cheekbones. Yeah, Take it's a lot of fucking work, of that man. Forehead. It's a lot of work. It is. But snatch that nose. Exactly. I bet he was beat for the gods. <laughs> this is like the only time I can use drag terms, so I'm just gonna do that and i apologize no don't and i'm sorry it's all out of flattery and because i love it it. is it's just so fucking fun yeah and it's so good they have a yeah i don't know whatever sickening just a word for everything i'm feeling (laughs) i love it um so uh he quickly became enormously popular women loved him but men oh surprising oh wow really what (laughs) Um, so shocking uh, so he became so famous that he went on a European tour in 1907 for a word to spread about him overseas at that time is like pretty wild it is Um, pretty wild I yeah I don't even know like I think like one person went on like a boat (laughs) they were like hear ye hear ye I don't know how it actually happened Maybe a phone call. I don't no, know if phones existed yet. Boat. <laughs> I think it was a boat. I think you're right. I think um, they rode a boat over. Yeah. And they dropped anchor after setting sail. And then they let those Europeans know. They yeah. let them know. As they should. Billy Julian Dalton X. Elting. Elting. That one's a I tough one for me. I know. It's very strange. It's a tough one. And it could I like be, it. It could be Eltinge. Eltinge, Eltinge, but they kept saying Elting in the podcast. I mean, so I trust him. I'm just going to trust that. Um, so, uh, where am I? Okay. He soon started to do performances where he would play both a man and a woman and would have to change costumes back and forth multiple times throughout a performance, which sounds fucking exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, he then became the best-paid actor in the country. Uh, once he grew tired of the theater, he turned to acting in movies. Um, in these movies, he was always cross-dressing. And for a period of time, he was a bigger box office draw than Charlie Chaplin. Fuck. Which is, like, fucking nuts. Like, this, he was huge. Shit, he yes. was fucking huge. And, like, it's just crazy to me that his name just disappeared. And, yeah, like, we've never, never heard anything heard about him. of him ever. Yeah. By any of those names. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. And Charlie And if Nickleby hasn't heard of him. Yeah. Who has? Exactly. No one. No one. Is the answer to that. Um, (laughs) So, of course, female impersonators were not typically uh, praised in the early 1900s. People believed that they were suspicious, uh, like they couldn't be trusted. But Elting wanted to prove 
to people that female impersonators made honest livings mm. and that they shouldn't be considered suspicious. Well, um, you know, their wigs are full of secrets, so. That's true. <laughs> Can you trust him? <laughs> They're too beautiful. Um, he refused to take flowers from fans at the end of his performances because it would be too feminine. Mm. Um, he also wanted to take more roles that required cross-dressing. Like, for example, like using cross-dressing as a way to get away from like a crime. Like his character would so disguise himself. To, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he wanted to show himself as both a male and a female Interesting. in whatever I roles he was playing. If that was because of society's reaction, yeah, I'm. I mean, I feel I like it had to be tough on you to like keep yeah. that shit up whenever everybody's like giving you shit about it. Yeah, because the backlash was just getting more and more intense. Mm-hmm. The more famous he got, so he. It seemed like with that, he became like off of the stage. At least he became. He tried to be more and more masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted there to be like an actual reason to wear women's clothing rather than having people just think he did it because he liked it. So that's why I he see. wanted these roles. Um, but we have a good reason to believe he might've liked it. Right. Because he did it as a child. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, we're not, we'll never really know. Like he was True. a very, very private person too. So it's, it's tough to say what, I, Oh God, I would love to know. I would love to just have a conversation with him. Let's try um, a seance. I mean, like we can Ouija board it. We can try to raise him so from fun. the dead. We'd be like, yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> Calling to all the queens, speak to us. All the fishies. <laughs> um, yeah, I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so <laughs> I mean, I had to go All the that little word. fishies yes. in the sea gather around. Oh, I wonder if there's any, I wonder if there's a use for the whole <laughs> sea monkey thing here. <laughs> I'll think on uh, it. Yeah, we'll get there. I mean, um, we could just establish back. a new word here <laughs> that I'm sure the drag community will gladly accept and use. Yeah, we're sure so integrated in it so deep as two straight white women we couldn't be more dialed in you know God damn it. i'm sorry oh, true no it's good to come back down to earth sometimes <laughs> we love as outsiders it's all we can God, do i love it um so yeah, offstage, Elting uh, seemed to be overly masculine. He smoked cigars and he boxed. He even Ooh, staged stage. boxing matches for public display when he was on tour. Um, and there were rumors that he would start fights with anyone who called him a sissy. <laughs> Weird that they, he would be able to do that because I feel like boxing might cause face injuries. And when right. you're an actor, I feel like you need your face to be good and fresh. That's true. But he... F- I mean, beats the shit out of it, yeah. apparently. He so. beats it, and then he beats it <laughs> again. It also, the way they talked about it, it sounded like they were acting as if they were boxing, so there might not have actually Oh, been... it might have been some, like, WWE-type, yeah. not Ultimate Fighting-type. <laughs> okay. Right, so I think I mean, he, that it is was... kind of just theatrics, then, again. Just, yeah. like, a more physical theatrics. But even, like, outside of the theater, I think he did it. As a way to be like, look, I'm like, I'm all, I'm a man, I'm all man. Look at me, I don't have an adequate face or a skinny body. 
Yeah. I'm an old man. <laughs> um, I feel like he probably could have just done that by like going outside and pulling his dick out. Like, did you need to go through all the trouble <laughs> of fighting people when you could have just been like, look, here's my penis. Look at the Are ass. you satisfied? I know. Worlds. I know. I have Please a penis. We're not condoning that behavior. <laughs> Wait. Oh, right. Of course not. Do not go outside and show Fermented. the world your penis. <laughs> just whip it out. Please I'm don't. I'm just saying, all these dudes judging them. I know. Eating a dick just like you. I know. It's just, it shouldn't It's a curse you even must all live with. If he doesn't. It's fucking. You got to stand up and pee just like you. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It shouldn't. And only whatever. Robin has the power to do that as a woman. I do. With her. With my sheenus. <laughs> I love my sheenus. Yes. It's really fun. It's honestly like sometimes less convenient than just squatting and peeing, but. But, the but it's kind of fun. The whole experience It's really needs to happen. just like the funnel and you just let it fly and you can shoot it wherever you want. God, that sounds so fun. It's kind of cool. Um. Must be nice. <laughs> you want to borrow it? No, yeah. um, <laughs> Can I just go try it in your backyard real fast? I've had quite a it's bit a of wine. It's a great no. time. <laughs> um, so let's see. So Elting's publicity photos always included him in masculine attire, um, along with photos of him in feminine costumes. Uh, in interviews, he said that dressing as a woman was, quote, just an act and that he didn't actually enjoy wearing dresses. He said that if he could make a living without doing female impersonation, he certainly would. Huh. Which is just like... I mean, if that's <sighs> true, fine. Yeah. But if it's not, like, man, fuck everybody truth. else for making you think that way. It fucking, it's, it's tough. Because I really want to know what he was actually thinking. Yeah. And what he actually wanted. and Because uh, I feel like impersonating a female kind of probably was kind of fun. I mean, I imagine yeah. we were very stereotyped. <laughs> you know, just yeah. based on history. I can imagine. And the current. Yeah. Um, present past and future i'm sure yeah so it was probably kind of fun yeah just being yeah, able oh to God, be yeah. like yes i'm a girl bitch whatever <laughs> girls do girl stuff I'm a, i know these things i am a woman i promise but it's a, it's, <laughs> it's also like even when you're getting dressed up for like a really awesome night out and you're yeah. like you're pulling out your best shit and you're I putting that like face on I have seen so many YouTube videos where mm. dudes who are not drag are not into drag mm. uh, are not like related to it in any way are just like they put something on that is like a typically female thing and they yeah. totally fucking have fun playing with it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw Jenna yes. Marvel's last video, but no. she put hair extensions on her boyfriend and he was having the best oh. fucking time playing around with having it's long so hair. Fun. It is fun. And it's just fun to like fuck around with it. <laughs> That I feel like it had to be fun no matter what. I feel like it every is. dude should just try it. Yeah. I like, I know that Danny has done this. I don't know mm -hmm. if you can, your significant other yeah. has. But Danny has definitely put on items of my clothing yeah. and just been like, take a picture of me and post it on Instagram. Oh. You know? Because it's funny and it's a fun thing to it's do. It's fun. And like, yeah. No, my boyfriend, like... Uh, he'll kind of use Halloween always as an excuse to like wear a dress or a skirt because it's sure. so fucking you know, comfortable. It's just fun. It's real, and it's he dabbling into the world that's not your own. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and like like you with your sheenus with my exactly exactly. 
Exactly. We don't ever get to stand up and pee. We always have to sit down and squat. I know. It's pretty freeing. But yeah, he's like, it's, it, he wishes he could wear a dress because of how fucking comfortable it is. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be able to walk out of the house in it without it having to be this like Thing. statement or mm-hmm. something. And he's like, I just want to wear it because it's fucking comfortable. But it's like this whole, you know, these poor men. Yeah, they really have suffered. <laughs> so you know, they've always said they they are so oppressed, and they have always been. <laughs> oh god! But um, but anyway, um, Elting was also totally a feminist. Um, he said in a Boston Globe interview in 1912, 1912, which like this is so dope to know that. Uh, this was in an interview that was published in fucking the early 1900s. Yeah. Um, he said, let women be happy in, let woman be happy in her own way. If she thinks she looks well with a barrel of false hair on her head, let her wear it. If she wants to powder, to paint, or to crowd a number two shoe on a six and a half foot, let her do it <laughs> if she can. <laughs> and then the reporter came back at him saying that his hypothetical person might be making a caricature of herself. Elting answered, possibly, but she doesn't know it. On the contrary, she believes she has added to her personal adornment. I repeat, let her go on thinking so since it makes her happy. Yeah, I mean, what a way to live. We also should just, just the way that. they spoke back then is so fun yeah. and cool and s- smart. I just it's think so good and smart. It's good and fresh, <laughs> and I wish that could be applied to literally everything. Just like, yeah. mind your own business, do whatever you want, and let other people do what they want, and It really just, that. like, and fucking we, comes we down to that. We can all be happy. It's Stop amazing. fucking judging people. It doesn't fucking affect you. Go. We're just sprinkling it on. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so... Let's see. The public, media, and law enforcement began to conflate the idea of cross-dressing with the idea of homosexuality, Um, which at the time, homosexuality was viewed as deviant. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Homosexuality and cross-dressing became more and more intertwined in people's minds. Um, and more and more cities and states passed laws that banned both homosexual behavior and cross-dressing. Um, in 1915, police started raiding and breaking up drag parties, uh, extravagant balls and other events, uh, where men especially, uh, cross-dressed and they were charged with quote, social vagrancy. Um, in the thirties, the motion picture production code was released, which, I guess it it basically seems just like an overarching rule for movies that are produced. Um, It was a code, quote, to maintain social and community values in the production of silent, synchronized, and talking motion pictures. So kind of like a rating, but it was just like a blanket. Yeah, for like all movies. You can't have it be above this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so that was the purpose of the code, but one of the sections read... um, Sex perversion or any inference to inference to it is forbidden, which included female impersonation. So weird. Okay. Yeah, because because so many people were connecting it with homosexuality, and of course homosexuality only means sex. Like, mm. come on, it just was like this weird chain of 
this is related to this and that means that and that's it. So mm. you can't do it ever. Um, so at this time, Elting suddenly dropped out of the scene. Um, Elting never had a public relationship with anyone like ever man, woman, no one. It was never known that he had a public relationship. Um, even at his funeral, hundreds of people showed up, but no one could talk about his personal life. Only his career. No one really knew him. It is, it is sad. Because I, like, I'm, I'm just going to guess, but, like, it could be because he was trying to protect himself yeah. from people. Like, I could see, like, if there was a struggle with enjoying the whole female impersonation thing, mm-hmm. then, you know, wanting to protect himself from people knowing that about him mm-hmm. and not wanting to, like, get to know people but then have to hide who you truly are. So, really, what's the point of even doing it? If you can't actually get to know someone and let them know you, that's sad. It is. People suck. It fucking, it fucking sucks. And it sucks that he had to go to his grave with like, I don't know. I, I don't know if he had this huge secret. I'm just kind of assuming, but also no one really knew him on a personal level. So it's like, he kind of just... But it's it's so crazy to me that you're such a public figure and then to have, I don't know, because everyone's always looking at you and talking about you, but nobody actually knows you. So it's just, that sounds really fucking scary and anxiety inducing. Yeah, that's, um, that's sad. It that's is. sad that he spent so much time probably bringing happiness to a lot of people's lives through entertainment. Yeah. And then he was it's like, what did he forced get? to live like a... Secret, like in shame, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But then, then long after he died, his family said that he had a fear of public condemnation, which they say transformed him into a man with a distinctly asexual personality mm. uh, who poured his soul into the perfection of his art. So that's kind of like the only thing close to closure that we might have hmm. about him. Um, I just feel like in a different time, maybe he would have been able to be passionate about his art and also be himself yeah. and be open to I know. other people. He was ahead of his time. Yep. He really was. True. Um, so now we're in like the fifties and sixties. Um, and the American public was continuing to crack down on the gay community. Um, in order for a man to not be arrested for doing drag, he had to be wearing no less than three items of male clothing. Like weird. What? That's weird. <laughs> that is fucking weird. That's a weird dumb rule. That is so. It's just so much. Um, like, how do you even <laughs> three items of mail? Like, I feel like I'm currently wearing only four yeah. items of clothing. <laughs> if three of those had to be male clothing, then it's like, yeah. are you even doing drag? What does that mean? I know. It's it's hmm. a really ridiculous. Stupid measurements of fucking anything, whatever. Um, so now we're sort of left with this question of like, was what Elting was doing? Was that drag? Were like the little boys who dressed as women in the Elizabethan era, like were they drag Queens? Like what defines drag? Mm -hmm. Um, so Joe Jeffries, a drag historian who, uh, 
amazing title, yeah, first of all. Definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> um, drag historian. He teaches theater studies at NYU. Said um, the first true drag queens. Ah, sorry. Oh, fuck. It's oh, my, my God, no. I'm so That scared sorry. the shit out of me. I'm sorry. I, I thought put an there alarm was on my a phone. train coming <gasps> into my house. I that thought my doorbell changed. A reminder. I thought someone broke into my house and do changed the sound that's of my that doorbell. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and wake up. Wow. We're still here. Oh, people. man. So that was, sorry. That's fine. I'm easily frightened. Very <laughs> easily frightened. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. So, yes. The drag historian, Joe Jeffries. Uh, he said, the first true drag queens rest in little remembered bars. There were, of course, men who entertained as women performing at this time in places like the 82 Club in New York City or touring the country, but they worked in front of a largely heterosexual audience and would take uh, offense to be calling a drag queen. To them, that was the lower classification of the streets and bars and amateur compared to the female impersonation they offered. Interesting. So that was like female there were like female impersonators mm-hmm. and then there were drag queens which were like this okay. the gritty they were like they the had amateur. more grit right that's how they were okay. apparently seen at that time um so the modern iteration of the drag queen developed in these underground clubs over the next few decades uh meanwhile in the public eye female impersonation was given a comedic edge uh, cross-dressing was portrayed in film and TV as a punchline. So, like, it just made it seem like a big joke. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't something to be, to, like, take pride in. Um, so that's kind of what was happening on a more mainstream level. Um, Jeffries also said that drag was a powerful movement in New York City during the 80s and 90s. That's really when drag started, like becoming a thing and people were like we're proud of this we want this to be a community of people um due in large part to the explosively experimental east village performance scene and its products such as the annual wigstock drag festival of that i know i've never heard of it it's crazy. Uh, Wigstock was founded by a drag queen. It's not, well, it's not crazy. It's just awesome. Um, <laughs> Wigstock was founded by a drag queen by the name of Lady Bunny in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last official Wigstock was in 2001. But this year, it's coming back thanks oh, to shit. Lady Bunny and Neil Patrick Harris. Fuck yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. And well, you know, Neil Patrick Harris was in Hedwig and the Angry oh, Itch, where he did cross-dress right. for that role. Oh, that's right. So that's prob- he's probably is, and he's also like a total theater kid. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always fucking been mm-hmm. involved or at least like in love with the theater. So, mm-hmm. um, And he's just wonderful. He... <laughs> He's it really just so is. charming. I great. read his autobiography and I love really? it. Really? Yes. Oh. It was a choose your own adventure and I bought the audiobook what? of it, not knowing it was a choose your own adventure. And so he like had to read it in a fucked up way. And at the very beginning, he was like, You bought the audiobook of uh, my choose your own adventure autobiography. So, but you know, that's way better than reading. And <gasps> he like dragged us right at the beginning. And I was like, I'm here for it. I love it. And I listened to the whole thing. And it was so good. So, oh. 
anyways he's so love great. it i'm so glad um, that he's doing that yeah so it's coming it's literally september 1st so like fucking so in a few days yeah. yeah um fuck yeah it's in uh new york city at south street seaport so if you're around there you should fucking go it's probably going to be just mayhem right it's unfortunately when this comes out awesome. it will be like oh damn three it. weeks too late <laughs> So don't go. Oh, but I hope you did. Don't go. We can share it on Damn our it. Facebook page. Yeah, we should. Like, we should. Then it's no big deal if they know. We'll yeah. share it on our Facebook page today, now, as in the present. Hopefully you in the You'll future win. see it. You, it'll probably you happen again it. next year because it's probably going to be huge. Oh my so. God, I'm so just it jealous i don't live in new york so I need fucking to sure cool all my new york people it just seems like, like the people need to know <laughs> it's true like it just seems like the 80s and 90s um like the the drag queens of that era are just it's going to be like revived and that's what this this festival is going to be and it just sounds so cool oh, um so the start of this fe- this festival was huge because drag was happening during the day and outside rather than at night within like the safe space of um whichever drag club they had been frequenting uh so it was it was bizarre for them to actually like step outside and you know in drag during the day it's Mm -hmm. pretty wild amazing um but the pyramid club in new york is said to have defined the east village gay and drag scene in the 80s um, RuPaul had her very first New York drag show performance at the Pyramid. Yes. Uh, Andy Warhol showed up there. I believe you meant to use the word herstory somewhere in that statement. Ooh. Would you like to repeat yourself and <clears throat> find a place to stick that in? Uh, 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 uh <laughs> the Pyramid Club in New York. Uh, okay. First. Herstory it- has it. <laughs> There you go. That's all I needed. I just needed that to be in there. Herstory has it. Uh, The East Village and gay drag scene in the 80s. A rich part of our herstory. I'm going to say it every sentence now. Yes! You're all very welcome. So uh, this place sounds fucking so awesome. And I wish... I wish I were alive uh, and in New York, a person and in New York. I, New York sounds just fucking uh, buck wild, bonkers during yeah. these times. I feel like the this is like a lot like the, the like last or two episodes of My Favorite Murder. Whenever they were talking about the like city kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the club boys, club kids. That's what it yes, was. The club kids. Yes, Arms close. It sounds so because I know fun. well. I know RuPaul was a part of that, so it is yes. like they say. But it just yeah. sounds like fucking buck wild. Like people were just like, like it was a fucking party. Yeah. No, it's uh yeah. Like Andy Warhol showed up there at this specific club. Like Madonna hosted an AIDS benefit there. Um, Nirvana played there. Just like the fucking coolest. It just sounds so insane and so fun. Yeah. Um. So, however, outside of the East Village, drag wasn't really wanted or accepted, like even in gay bars. Uh, so this made the scene in the East Village go even harder. Um, they were reinventing drag and it was almost seen as like punk rock. Um, people yeah. people were doing like what the fuck they wanted. And yeah. like I saw, I, I have to post some pictures because they're just so 
oh, it looks so awesome. And I have like major FOMO just looking at these pictures of people that I don't even Sounds know. Sounds great. I mean, uh, I, I don't wish I was there, but that's just because I can't hang like that. Like I just, I'm tired and I'm old inside, probably outside at this point. I would not have been fun and I would not have been able to be as cool as they are. But I would have loved to hear your stories oh, about it later. Yeah. I think my, my thing would be like, I'd go for like a night and I'd yeah. do some coke. And then for and the then rest you, of my life, I'd be like, yeah, I've done coke. <laughs> that one night you truly lived. Yeah. In all of Robin's history, <laughs> that was the night that changed it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what have what would have happened. It's also not a space for me, so I understand. Like that's not like the it's it's not made for me, so I would want to give it its space and like, you know, let them all do their thing. But I would sure. I don't want to go in as like a tourist kind of thing. Right. I mean, you, you know, know, it's definitely good to know when allies is appropriate. Exactly. But I'll do some fucking cocaine, let's party. Shit. Um, <laughs> I'm over here like, I probably shouldn't finish this wine. Well, I want to go to bed. <laughs> and I, I just need to drive and I should be careful. You know, I, I talk a big game. I would be too scared. Yeah. Where's your Coke, Robin? Where's your Coke? <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So it is believed that drag launched into the mainstream when RuPaul's single supermodel made the yes. top 40s. Do you know when that song was released? It was fucking 1993. Amazing. You know, I learned from Pride Trivia at my work that oh. RuPaul was like recognized and like it like kickstarted his career that he was in a fucking music video. Hang on. Bye. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it because I can't remember oh, a band. I can't remember. Uh, it was... um. It wasn't Nirvana, was no, it? No, 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 no. Okay. It was like a, um, you know what? Just you keep talking okay. and I'm, I'm going to listen, but okay. I'm also going to Google. A I believe you. <laughs> and I'm going to come back and we're going to swing around back around to this. Let me um, get rid of my scary stories Reddit page <laughs> and open a new tab. And a day in the pop- life. No, <laughs> okay. Um, but I was just shocked to learn that that song was released in 93 because i thought it, i thought it was fucking like early 2000s um but that song is timeless and have you ever seen the music video for it um i don't think so no it's fucking fabulous is it amazing she looks incredible um and i've also i realized when i was watching it i was like i've never seen rupaul like in her prime where she's running the New York drag scene. Like I've seen her obviously on drag race, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. It was just really cool to see. Um, so I highly recommend that video and I will definitely be posting it. Love it. Um, so let's see that song put the New York city drag culture on the map. People became obsessed. They were curious. Queens started appearing on daytime talk shows, magazines, and as Lacey said, in music videos. So this was the time. That's kind of what really launched it forward was like people were curious and people were fascinated by what drag was. And um, it became really, really popular and everybody wanted more. 
Um, Love it. So you just you just interrupt when you find it. I, I know, I know. and I'm like, I feel like it starts with an E, and it's on the tip of my tongue, and I just can not <laughs> figure out what it was. And the and and they have like a such recognizable song. Uh-huh. And I don't know. And I'm gonna figure it out later. And everyone's probably yelling it at me. <laughs> and I can't remember. Was that the end? No. You, oh. Sorry. I'm just trying to I'm also trying to Google it now because I'm really curious. Oh my god, I know. Um, sorry. <gasps> Low budget movie. Um, Love Shack by the B fifty two. Oh what Jesus the fuck? Christ. Lacey. Yes. He I've was never in actually the... seen that video. That's so weird. Love Shack. Oh my god, I have to watch it. What the fuck? I'm gonna pull it up because I'm gonna we watch this after. Get to get the okay. Okay. That's fucking awesome. This is um, something I learned in trivia, so I'm assuming it's accurate. Um, I mean, I <laughs> we're looking at it now. Oh, oh. no. Oh, there's some That's the B-52s people. in there. And I don't know. I think we could probably... Maybe a background, like, dancer. This seems like a good... <laughs> oh, get it. <laughs> we'll kind of have it. it. Oh my god, this looks so fun. Uh, okay. Oh my cool. god. This has gotta be it. Wait, how have I never watched this video? This is Honestly, fucking great. <laughs> it's so good. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm leaning away from my mic <gasps> to watch. Sorry. Because I want. Where's Rue? Where Where's is Mama Rue? <gasps> oh, wait, there she is. Is that? No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Fuck. I don't know. It's also funny because she's had a lot of work done. <laughs> really? I, I'm assuming, yes. Um, You're assuming? Oh yeah, because most, like these days, most drag queens get work done. Uh-huh. Um, but is but that? I think that's her. Is it? I think it is. That's amazing. Oh my God, these outfits are okay, killing wait, me. Wait, I could Google that um, RuPaul in. Low shack and see if I can find like a screenshot of it. Do we need to do this? No. Are we? Anyways. I'm genuinely curious. Man. I love video. this. Yes. Here we go. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Oh. oh. <gasps> she looks amazing. Wow. It's such yep. like a different kind of drag than like how we see her on drag race oh my god it's just though. so fucking wild it's amazing oh i love it oh yep, my god that's her shit i was i was born right. in the wrong anyways decade. yep so um, sorry i no that was i'm really glad i'm really glad i know this now because i'm gonna watch that in full <laughs> 20 times tonight um so we're almost done i'm so, okay. i know this is taking a long time it's no, just i get I mean, so it's excited my fault. it's so fun <laughs> um so yeah so people became obsessed with drag uh queens were on talk shows magazines music videos and people were fascinated by it um rupaul put it really well at this time in an interview saying that Quote, the pendulum swung so far to the right politically that it had to come crashing back to the left. So this was kind of, I mean, it's a huge statement and it's like, we're going to, we're going to be who we want to fucking be. Um, Then suddenly drag fizzled out for a bit. Um, It was seen 
mostly as a trend, according to drag queen Linda Simpson, who was a queen that frequented the East Village at this at the time. Um, she said that Major 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 Giuliani, uh, Mayor Giuliani, came into office with a huge <laughs> focus on the law and justice. Yeah. Uh, and the nightlife uh, in New York was kind of killed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it fizzled out for a little bit. But then, of course, came RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, which started in 2009. Bless. Um, Drag Race gave us a way to experience these queens from the comfort of our own homes. And Linda Simpson, uh, in an interview with Vulture, said that Drag Race helped uh, uh, tons of drag queens get back into the scene because they knew that drag wasn't dead. Um, It's different than it used to be now, but it's alive and well. And... There are still similarities, like the same fierceness and the same kinds of humor, but obviously there are still, I mean, it's evolving in like so many different ways. Um, So even when you just see these pictures, you're like, damn, oh, it's so fun. I mean, we, that's like in season six that we were watching. Right. When there's um, Vivacious, she's like, everybody's talking about like, how her style of drag, which is just mm-hmm. like this crit, like this abstract, yes. like not at all what you think of when you see today's drag queens. Mm-hmm. And everyone's talking about like remembering the time when that was like what drag looks like. Like there yeah. is even in the last, I guess, two or three decades. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's 2018. God damn. Shit. Uh, <laughs> like three or four decades. There's just been like an amazing like evolution of of what mm-hmm. like the drag culture looks like and yeah and how people define it and yeah it, it's so fucking cool because it's always up to interpretation and like i think uh, i know like drag race has seen it's like ups and downs in terms of like criticisms it's gotten which is like some of them i'm like yeah i get that um because I mean, RuPaul said that shit about, like, how transgender women shouldn't be on the show. Right. um, Because drag loses its sense of danger once a woman is is in drag. And I mean, uh, he got a huge backlash for that, which I agree with because it's like, I don't know. It's uh, you don't get to say who can and can't do drag well. Yes, you may be the fucking mother of drag, but I don't know. People define it however they want to define it. And it's it's a really fun thing to support and see. Yeah, Um, I agree. uh, So I think that's... Support your queens. If you go, bring money, okay? Yeah. They are not working it in layers of makeup wigs which are just like heating machines with it like tightly tucked yes for you to not tip them it's bring fucking phenomenal yeah even if like you're like oh i'm not gonna sit close to the stage because i don't want to give money like i don't give a shit where you're sitting you find a way to give them a tip because holy fucking shit it's just like they work 10 times as hard as I do and because uh, I sit at a fucking like cubicle all day. And honestly, maybe they do that too. And then at night they're like, I'm going to fucking work it. Mm. And it's just, it's so, so amazing. And it's such like an incredible atmosphere and everybody's so positive and supportive. And 
um, we're specifically talking about our place in Seattle. Um, but um, find your local drag scene. Uh, support the queens. Yes. And uh, yeah. Uh, drag and watch Love rules. Shack. Watch Love Shack. Watch RuPaul's Drag Race, even though it's on VH1 now. <laughs> and they bleep it. And they freaking bleep it. But, and you know, they, good luck. I hate And like, don't the, fuck it up. That's right. Um, the, it, I just hate like the, the, they like, you can tell when they're like forcing drama yeah. and you're like, they're, it's, I mean, it's bizarre. It, yeah. It's, it's strange. And you can tell when they're like kind of forcing it, but whatever. Um, it's still really fun yeah. and it's a good way to get, even just raise awareness about the drag scene. So, yeah. Season nine especially is awesome because uh, the one with Sasha Velour, um, because there was like drama throughout it, but it felt like at the end of each episode, they were all like supporting each other and like opening up to each other. And they were like, we're all sisters. We're all in this together. And it was just so freaking lovely. And I just love that shit. But I've not um, seen that. It's, my God, I love that season. Um, I need to. Yeah. It's fucking great. Um, this was longer than I thought it. Well, I wouldn't <sighs> shut up, to be fair. You what? Uh, I would not stop talking. I mean, I wouldn't stop talking. It's true. It's Neither like, of us. Were, we were let's just be quiet now. for a second. And let's just give the <laughs> listeners a break. Let's just give them a... Just, <laughs> just Just shh. For just shh. Isn't that nice? Nope, we all feel better. Yeah. Time to talk again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so hard. That was. Um, so that was that was my episode for the week. Yeah. Bravo. And, uh, <laughs> Very like fascinating stuff. I've honestly always wanted to know more about drag. I'll admit this was a topic on a list on my Ooh. list, so I'll have to mark it out because you've been into it. I you mean, know. I definitely. You, I could have gone on so much more, and like, there's obviously so much more to it, but. But you have self control. <laughs> More like I'm just fucking lazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really fun one. Yeah, and I I love it. I love knowing more about something that I have like that I love to let entertain me. Yeah. And now I feel like I actually I know something about it. Yeah. And I'll probably be like, oh, did you know the RuPaul? <laughs> Wait a second. What was it? Let me Google it. Yeah. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I highly recommend watching the, the supermodel video because I, my mouth, I, I was, it was just wide open. Yeah, I was I like, mean, I yes. Very <laughs> happy to do craving. that tonight. You should. Love it. Um, cool. Well, thanks for for listening to me drone on. Um, but now it's time for Misconnections. 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 It's time for Misconnections. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What? Misconnections. That's right. So this one's called Napper on My Porch. No. Oh. Man for Man. Oh. Um, I heard a late night kick on my doors. 
and went to look, and there you were, passed out drunk after uh, Pride Festival Day. Aww. Yay! Uh, I went. Party. <laughs> I went out to investigate, and it was like God pulled your mouth open like a Pez dispenser and filled you with Long Island iced teas and tequila shots, then dropped you on my porch. Oh. What a fucking... Oh. Simile. That is so good. <laughs> like a Pez dispenser. I love it, but you know, oh, you're gonna come be out so of the hungover. Pez dispenser. Um, That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta fill the Pez dispenser to eat the Pez, you know. But that goes in the bottom life. part. So it? it was like God opened. All oh, right, his butt. you pull it down. You know, <laughs> don't fuck around with God, Pez knowledge when it comes to Robin. Okay, she knows her <laughs> shit, and she will correct you. You stupid misconnections, God, I'm like, um, actually? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't really interrupt you. Have you seen a fucking that's, like, that's not really work. <laughs> okay, I really wanted to talk to you, but you seemed shy. Shy or stuck up? Not sure. Or <laughs> not pass sure out? Sense. You wouldn't even react when I pulled your hair or poked you with my barbecue prod. <laughs> Oh my god, what if this is the same person who posted the thing from either last week or the last last week about the corpse? Oh! Ooh, maybe Uh he was actually dead. This is the dead guy. He's just moving around now. He's he's going from house to house. (laughs) Um, If you happen to see this and remember passing out cold on my porch last night... Please feel free to message me if you feel some if you felt something too. Don't think this dude was feeling anything. Yeah. There is a picture, by yeah. the way. So I do think this one is for real. I um, mean, yeah, not that I guess all you of these aren't one hundred percent for real, but. but that's true. But it, it looks it's pretty good. Um, so if you happen to see the blah, 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 just tell me what your ankles smell like now i spent an hour rubbing coconut oil in your on your hairless yellow okay lower calves and ankle oh shit i just gave it away anyways describe what you were wearing and then i'll know it was you (laughs) describe what you were wearing and i put a picture of you this guy is not good at misconnections Oh, there's wow. a picture. Okay, I do see why he rubbed stuff on his legs. So there's a picture of him face Describe down. Were, I hope porch. someone responded and trolled him, and he was like, "I was wearing green shorts and a blue shirt, and I remember it all, and I felt everything." Yeah, it's it's a it's uh. You know what? Not everyone knows how pesticides work, and apparently how misconnections work. Yeah, this guy he needs to take a trip to the candy store and learn how to internet. I know, and it's also for an hour you were rubbing. Yeah, that's Coconut. too weird. That's, that's weird. Little, that's that's where I'm like, I would be like, listen, I get I pass yeah, out on your private property, but like, did you need to touch me? Just let me sleep. <laughs> Like, I didn't go inside. Who did the worst yeah. thing? So listen, <laughs> I realized that I meant to bring something up to you while you were reading that. Oh. Did you hear about the woman in Texas who was ringing doorbells at three in the morning, who was not wearing shoes, was just wearing a big t-shirt and appeared to have some sort of broken shackles on her wrist and no one knows who she was. <gasps> ew, 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 you guys ew, ew. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was whoa, on my Twitter. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's very, ew, it's ew, very ew, short ew, because ew, it's whoa. like a, it's like a <laughs> door, you know, the doorbells that have cameras. 
Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, actually, it was like that. It's like a those. view of that. So it's like night vision, which makes it even creepier. <gasps> oh, of course. No. But like, I think most people are like <laughs> concerned that like, uh, she, is she okay? Fucking, it sounds like an escaped yeah. prisoner, but also, it, but it could be like, person that was just captive. Locked? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Ew. <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. No. And they, yeah, didn't, yeah. they haven't found her? No. Oh, well, not that I last <gasps> saw, but now, now it's, of course, not on my fucking moments anymore, Twitter. Damn it. It just was earlier. Fuck. Oh, here it is. It's actually at the top for oh my some God. reason. It didn't work. Wow. Thanks, Twitter. Uh, they're still, Sponsor okay. Yeah. Us. They're still working on it. So here. Um, is <gasps> the video. Oh. Oh and some people God. think she's like, she looks like she could be pregnant because you do kind of, because she's really thin. Oh my God. She's wearing a cry. big t-shirt. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh God. So yeah, most people were, but apparently like by the time people ever, like she did it at several houses. Oh my God. And by the time people got to the door, she was gone. So no one saw her. Oh my god, I'm like crying. That's so fucking scary. It is it's scary. Like, what if? Oh god. I know. I'm sorry. You no. saying this about the porch just reminded me that I meant to talk to you about it. Cause she just. Oh, cause she was probably like, "Come on, come on, come on! I need someone to help me." And yeah. Then what if like? Well, yeah, cause some, cause like some reports were talking about that she was like looking around, like she was like trying to be really quiet, but like. <sighs> that's the only video that i could find so i don't know how people know this because everyone's like no one saw her Uh, so i'm not i don't know where they're getting all this information from because this is the only video that's come up unless they have more videos but no one's released it i don't know so anyways they're trying to figure out who she is god i hope you figure that out no it's okay that's so fucking scary though isn't it it's like weird it's creepy and you might have to walk me to my car later because it's dark no i will i will (laughs) and then you have to walk me back to my house (laughs) all night and then you have to drive me to my yes. house <laughs> i will drop you off at your door. door um <laughs> oh my god wow okay oh right so wow. i still have my misconnection anyway, because i got distracted damn. by that uh oh, misconnections. so <laughs> the title of this i hope this doesn't suck because like i said did not read it <laughs> is a quick note about boobs man for woman <laughs> Memo to female readers. I'm just curious if you know this. Guys will do pretty much anything in order to play with your boobs. You know this already, right? Sometimes I wonder, given all the emotional and logistic aerobatics... Acrobatics. Okay, I was just seeing that (laughs) word. I was seeing an E, and it took me a second to see the C. Acrobatics you go through. Wait, I don't like you. In fact, if you end your... Oh, misconnections post with oh, and you can play with my boobs too. You'll most likely find what you're looking for. That's mm. when the real mis- misery and disappointment begins. However, but that's outside the scope of this quick heartfelt holiday memo. Okay, carry on, love, Michael. Fuck you, Michael. I don't know, Michael. Parts of that I was like, that's kind of funny. Other parts I was like, you sound like a creep. Yeah. Where do we stand on Michael? Well, I hate Michael. Let us know. I hate him. Robin's firm stance. Yeah. Even though her you guy convinced me couldn't even use it correctly and misdescribed her pesticide sensor, but apparently Michael's the bat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Michael sounds like he could be a douche. Yeah. I just thought that was a funny title. It it was. So I don't know. It was catchy. Here's the thing about boobs. <laughs> um, who the fuck cares? <laughs> 
you know, they're just like fucking, they're just like everything else and they're just there and whatever. Unless you're a hungry baby, you got no reason to (laughs) be that obsessed. Whatever. They're just boobs. I mean, boobs are nice. I'm not saying they're not nice. Uh, Boobs are lovely things. Yeah. We all have admired boobs before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, but also it shouldn't just be boobs. your main motivation for everything. Yeah. Like, Michael. don't do whatever people tell you to do because of boobs. Just be like, those are nice boobs. But also, they're, fun bonus. they're just boobs. Just boobs. And good. Let's and that's my it. holiday note for you, Michael. Yeah. Fuck, f- fuck you. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, Maybe I should that. start reading these before I pick them. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I won't. Sad. We'll see. <laughs> it's okay. Wow, we made it. We did it. We made it. I'm so hungry. God. Yeah, I'm getting hungry again, so I can only imagine that you're <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh, thanks, everybody. Bye. Uh, see you next time. Bye. You can find us on the internet at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Frisky History. Um, You can also listen on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google maybe has one. Anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, You can direct your questions, concerns, feedback, and weird sex stories to our email at friskyhistory at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, So, bye. (laughs) 